0: williams next
1: in this wide world of sports some stories can slip through the cracks now before we do this let's go over the ground rules this is the daily ticker where dirt and sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about and some you haven't
2: how do you do that actually i'm not even mad it's amazing the daily
1: ticker with dirt and sprague on 1080 the fan all right, Danny Ticker time here on a Wednesday morning. Excited for this one. It is Super Bowl week, and uh, we thought let's mold two things that we love together, and that is Ricky Williams and the Super Bowl. And weed, man, let's talk about it. With Rick DeLaurier on Twitter, Heisman Trophy winning NFL running back, uh, Ricky Williams. Ricky, good morning to you, man. How you doing today? How you been the last week? We haven't talked to you in a couple weeks.
2: Yeah, I've been busy. I've been busy. We we opened up a couple new markets. So I've been on planes, and I just had a I just had my first grandchild born in Boston. So I just – I've been back and forth being grandpa and being, being a businessman.
0: Uh, congratulations to that. I Grandpa Ricky Williams. I didn't expect to hear that, man. How's that been?
2: It's been awesome. You know, it was this, this moment, I was, I was looking at my granddaughter, Stella, and I was, like, realizing there's generations. You know, my genes yeah. have been passed on. It's cool. That's a, That's
1: got to be a, a, a wild feeling. It makes me feel old, even thinking about that, too, watching you in the prime of your career. You're like, making me feel old now, man. Well, let, let's get to I mean, you're hanging out at Super Bowl week, from what I hear. What, what do you got going on down in Arizona? Like, how how, how big is the setup going to be? What's Ricky Williams doing down in Phoenix this weekend?
2: So, we, we launched Heisman in Arizona just a couple of weeks ago. So, like I've been back and forth there a lot, and the timing is perfect. Um, it's it's the second year in a row that the Super Bowl is in a, a recreationally legal market, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a great opportunity for, for us to push our mission of combining cannabis and, and sports, and it's a it's a huge platform, and so we're we're hanging out. You know, we have a couple of events. We have a Super Bowl watch party, um, and I get to play two roles. You know, I'm there as a as promoting the brand, but it's a it's a big thing where a lot of retired NFL players come back, and we all hang out and get to see each other and. It's just a big football celebration.
0: Ricky, you're probably the most well-known person in the sports world advocating for cannabis. I'm curious, as somebody who has that kind of popularity outside of just what you were as an athlete, where do you think we are as a country on the federal level with that situation? Because I was talking about some of this the other day in a dispensary, and they, they just felt like there was no hope. And then I knew we might get you on it. So I'm like, I gotta ask Ricky what he thinks about that situation. You're in a state that allows it. How do you feel like we are as a country? How close are we to as a country not having to say I'm in a state that allows it? It's just normal.
2: Yeah, you know, I think it's part of a it's part of a, a longer process. And I think eventually, you know, I say in the next ten, fifteen years, it you know, it's going to be completely different. You know, I think about Stella, my granddaughter, and in her when. When she's growing up, there's gonna be a completely different reality around cannabis. We're just we were just born in a time where this massive shift, this massive change is happening. So it seems slow to us, but but it's moving. It's moving. You know, the fact that that we can have a conversation about <laughs> right. a cannabis brand in the Super Bowl, like, you know, that's that's big.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's going in the right direction. There's no doubt about that. We're talking with our good friend Ricky Williams, Heisman Trophy winning, running back uh, on Twitter, at Rick the Laureate. He's going to be down in Phoenix pumping his Heisman brand, uh, and he is frequently up in Oregon, so always keep an eye on his Twitter account, his schedule, because he is a, a frequent flyer up here in the state of Oregon, and we've had him on many times uh, on the show here in the last couple of months. You know, we, we were talking some NFL rule changes, and I was curious to get your thoughts on this because the, the game, speaking of changes, the game has changed so much from even five years ago, ten years ago, right? The game has always evolving. There's a push now to ban, and you're an offensive player, and I was curious your thoughts on this. There's a push to ban these like hip drop tackles where you're grabbing a running back essentially from around the waist from behind as like a DB or safety linebacker, and you're using your weight to then pull them down. And Some guys have had their legs get hurt, and Tony Pollard got hurt in the playoffs that way. Like, I, How do you view as an offensive player? It feels like every rule is going in the direction of the offense, but how do you view some of these rule changes and the things that are thrown out every offseason of trying to, I guess, make the game safer? Because I view it as, I mean, it's a violent game game and there's only so much you can actually do
2: yeah i i agree with you it's kind of it's kind of strange i mean i i i applaud the idea of let's make the game safer but you, you get to a point where you're changing the game too much you know part of what makes football so wonderful is like we have to react in the moment and if you're tackling someone and you have to stop and think is this is this is this legal or not <laughs> I, I think it it takes it takes away from the from the game i think part of why we spend so much time in the weight room is so that we can find creative ways to get the offensive player on the, on the ground. And so I, I, I'm all for, you know, the head to head helmet hits and those big hits. But I think when you get to tackling techniques um, I think that's more, maybe you push the coaches to, to coach tackling different differently. I think that's something for the long term of the game if you start with uh, with pop Warner and the younger kids and you teach different tackling techniques but i think it's difficult to make those changes at at the top.
0: Yeah Ricky you're pretty level headed but you played the sport for so long i'm curious when you watch these games do you find yourself getting frustrated at penalties called at hits that are happening that there's you know 15 yards and you're penalizing a team for hitting a guy a certain way?
2: You know, from from the games that I've watched, I think the the officials are doing a good job of throwing the flag and then reviewing to 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 see. So I've seen a lot of things that look bad, but when they really look closely, they were they were reversed. So, I, you know, so I, I think they're doing a good job with that as far as slowing the game down. You know, that's fan in me, it's like ah, come on, but <laughs> but it's it, you know the NFL they're in a tough place. It is a violent game, and but you know it's a popular game, so I, they got to walk that walk that line.
1: Well, I mean, it is Super Bowl week. You're going to be down in Arizona. I, you, you still follow and love the sport, obviously. What do you have any thoughts on this year's matchup? You like one side or the other? How are you feeling about Chiefs
2: and Eagles? I think it's going to be I think it's going to be one of the most exciting games. Um, I think the storylines are are great. I think it's, it's what the Super Bowl is, should, should be about. I think there's, again, two great storylines, two great quarterbacks. I think the Jalen Hurts story is, is, is awesome. And then, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he just keeps, he just keeps doing it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I go with my heart when I, when I look at big games like this, and I just love the, the Patrick Mahomes story. Um, Jalen Hurts, I have met him. He's a great guy. I love the Cinderella story and 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 what they're doing in in Philly. So, I I think it's going to be a great, exciting game. But I'm I'm going with the with the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, Ricky, we we talked about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and the way they built their team out with Mahomes as the quarterback. And we and we we talked to Jalen Hurts and Tom Brady just retired. I, I'm curious, as somebody who played, what do you find a commonality with great leaders? Like what separates guys like that? What makes them truly great leaders? And, like, who was the best leader you had in a locker room with you guys and during your career?
2: Yeah, the quarterback position was Chad, Chad Pennington. I played with him for a couple of years uh, in, in Miami. And as far as a, a leader, you know, and the leader is – first the, post, the most important thing is that a good leader doesn't blame other people. You know, because if if you're trying to perform and things go wrong and you look to the leader and they're pointing at you, it creates a massive disconnect. <laughs> So I think the first, the first thing is the leader doesn't blame other people. And two, that they, they keep calm when things are, when, there's, when everyone else is panicking. And because they keep calm when everyone else is panicking, they deliver. They deliver in the clutch. Mm. And I think because it's a team, it's a team environment, and we all feed off of each other. So when the, when the leader gets down or gets discouraged or shows bad body language, it brings everyone down. When no matter what, the leader still has confidence it lifts everyone up.
1: Yeah, you got to have accountability there. But what's the closest you came to playing in a Super Bowl?
2: Mm, my last year. My last year I was seconds away. I was, was playing with the Ravens, and we were up in uh, Foxboro. Oh, and we were great. driving at the end of the game. Um, Lee Evans, our receiver, has a touchdown pass that would pretty much seal the game for us. And he drops it. It's close. He drops it. And then Billy Kundiff comes in to kick the field goal to send us to overtime. Chip shot. He misses it. Um, <sighs> So super close, but, yeah.
1: uh, That's brutal.
0: That's devastating, Ricky, because then they ended up getting the greatest kicker maybe of all time and Justin Tucker right after you're gone, and you're like, well, if we had that guy, we would have been in that game. Do do you ever think about or have, like, regrets about not having that opportunity? Like, where were you on the Super Bowl narratives of your career? Because so many athletes will always talk about how they either didn't get to it or how they came close and didn't get that ring.
2: Yeah. You know, the truth is, it was never part of my part of my story until the till my last season. You know, my story was more one of personal personal accomplishment and suspensions. But (laughs) (laughs) but but I I learned, you know, I learned early in sports, you know, especially if you think of of gambling is is, when we're football players out there. We're kind of like die on the on the craps table, you know, right? like, you, you know, Injuries, like you know, injury to a, your purse, injury to the best player on the team, right? You have a, a coach that's a jerk. You know, it's, it's random. And so the beauty, the beauty of sports is you just go out there and you, and you do your best. Yeah. And if you find yourself in a group where you guys really click and it's your time, then you get to ride that magic.
1: Yeah, coming that close, man. It's brutal, but still an unbelievable career.
0: But you, you got any trips
1: planned coming up to Oregon anytime soon? You coming back to our neck of the woods?
2: Yeah, I'm coming up next month.
0: Well, there you go. Oh, kick ass, man. Any plans outside of going to the dispensaries? Like, do you go to these different states? Because you visit some of these pretty frequently. Have you kind of found or discovered things to do each and every time or, like, spots you always want to go back to and visit?
2: No, I'm, like, even when I travel, I'm very much, uh, like, a homebody. Like, so, you know, I just like being in different environments. So I'll always have a book or, or an iPad with me. And when, I, when I'm when i done visiting the dispensaries, I'll go back to the Airbnb or the hotel and I'll just walk around, find like a comfortable place to sit and just sit, smoke a joint or two and read. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. You fit into Portland perfectly. Yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> I love it. Ricky Williams, Heisman Trophy winning running back. Go check out his brand Heisman. As you he mentioned, he's going to be in the state of Oregon uh, next month, and uh, we always enjoy his visits. We always enjoy having him on the show. Give him a follow on Twitter at Rick Delore. We always appreciate it, my man. Hopefully we can do this again soon, and have a great time down at the Super Bowl this weekend.
2: I sure will. Thank you, guys.